I just wrote little perverts. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. You just wrote little perverts. Little perverts. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say balls, disembodied grandparents, and perversion on this episode of Watchbots. I like it. Let's keep it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to WatchBots, the podcast that drip feeds those episodes out when we fucking feel like it. This is the coolest guy around. <laughs> this is Mr. Freeze. <laughs> yes, he's <laughs> yes, still got it. Back from a sabbatical, and I'm joined by Shailen. Hello. She still got it as well. Yeah, she still did the thing. Consistency. And by Dave. Greetings. How are you? Ben, you, you teased us off the mic. I want to dive into it right away. Mm-hmm. Shailen, you got hit by a car today? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Just a tad? Got off the train. A little tattalash? <laughs> I had a bad train ride home. The train got delayed, and the delay got worse and worse and worse on the way. Was it a runaway train? I wish it was the opposite. He's coming back. Um, Hit by a car <laughs> off the track. Sorry. So as I'm walking to the car, I look and I see a lady who's backing up and she's going to pull forward like out of her space. And so I paused and stepped back a little. I thought she looked at me. Clearly she didn't. And she just took her foot off the brake with her head down in her cell phone. And the car just slowly drifted and bumped into me. And I slammed my hand on the hood the way that my dad taught me to do. And I yelled, what is wrong with you? And I got her contact information uh, as I screamed obscenities at her about her being irresponsible. I asked her three or four times if she was on a junior operator's license. Oh, JOL. Uh, and she was like, no. And I went, then you should know better. There was a different JOL I had to get back in the day. And then. If you know what I mean. Wow, Ben. So to speak. Oh. I don't. <laughs> so to speak. I, and I then, don't. Just add, add a little flavor. Oh, okay. Okay. So her name was Carol. I got her information in case I have a bruise. And I was like, I hope the text message was worth it at least. And she was like, it really wasn't important. And I just went, wrong answer, Carol. And, and I then, stormed off to my car. And then you gave her those WatchBot stickers that you always carry in your backpack. Mm-hmm. I wish. And you said, listen to us on WatchBots, Carol. I was so mad, and I said so many mean words to this woman who was probably like a, a pooty tooty head. <laughs> Carol was not I, a young. I hope chicken. you only get a single rainbow. <laughs> a stink monster. Anyway, I have two cats. Carol, if you're out there listening, um, fuck you for not paying attention, and you're welcome for having a body of steel. I am uninjured. So that's why we've been off the air for the last month because Shailen got hit by a car today. Today. Yeah, today. Yeah. 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 And, and you're you're recovered? Your injuries are are all healed up? No injuries to speak of. It was oh. a very slow drift. It was just extremely alarming because <laughs> I wasn't moving. 
this was like a little detail that just kind of stuck in my craw. You slammed on the hood or the trunk, the trunk of the car or the hood of the car? The hood of the car. All right. So you slammed on the hood of the car. Yeah. Just like your dad taught you. I feel like that's more of a natural instinct (laughs) (laughs) kind of thing. When I was a, a little, little kid and we were jaywalking in Boston, he said, and remember, if a car hits you, make sure to slam the hood with your hand to make the loudest noise possible to scare them into awareness. I would make a bird noise. <laughs> it would be louder than any hood smacking I could be doing. I'd, I'd probably just do a silly impression and then pass away because the <laughs> car just kept driving on onto me. No, what's she- the deal with <laughs> yeah. hit and runs? Wow, I can't believe I just got hit <laughs> by a car. <laughs> in defense of Carol, I probably could have jumped back because she was going so slowly, but I was watching in horror, like just. Uh, in shock that someone wouldn't notice a person in front of their car. So it's like that, that so scene really in Austin kind of Powers where you had your hand up while Carol slowly just came towards you in a steamroller wearing a silver suit. It wasn't quite that slow. Okay. But it was, I Are froze sure? in the shock. It was like a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. If we titled episodes, we would title this episode In Defense of Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer, Carol. I was very proud of that. By the way, the wrong, I thought that was yeah, pretty good. She is probably still singed to this minute with ra- so. wrong answer, Carol. All I know is that I hope that when she's falling asleep tonight, she's thinking about that text message. You should have been like, I hope it's not a good Christmas, Carol. That Why? would have really fucking yummed her yams. I'll ring your yubbed bell, her yams. Carol of <laughs> the. I could think of comma? at least three better Carols. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst Carol I know. O'Connor. <laughs> Burnett. K- Kane. Ooh, good one. Mm. Mm. These are all good. These are, these are good Carols. Anyway, I bet they're all better drivers, too. Listeners, we want to hear from you at WatchBotsPod on Twitter. What would you have said to Carol? Hashtag wrong answer, Carol. Right answer us. Hashtag okay. let's go Carolyn. <laughs> I would have preferred... Uh, what was Carol's text message? What was so important? No, I don't like that hashtag. All right. You got a knock to the head in your big accident. Your, your hashtag and his way off. Maybe you're just out of practice. I'm usually so practiced at hashtags. Do you know how you get back <laughs> into the practice? By talking about a cartoon. And we're really returning to our roots here. It's like an episode of Behind the Music. And then we went back. We're talking about... Maybe the cartoon of the 1980s, at least in Japan. We're talking about the one that started it all, Dragon Ball. Not Z? Not Not Z. Not Dragon Ball. Not GT? Singular. One ball. Just Dragon Ball. Collect all the Dragon Ball. You know, when I put Dragon Ball on the docket... We joke a lot about SEO optimization on this show, but but I picked Dragon Ball because there was a new Dragon Ball movie out, uh-huh. and the Dragon Ball limited time event in Fortnite was going on, and I thought, oh, look at us. We're going to be in the middle of it. The movie has since left the theater, and the limited time event in Fortnite <laughs> is over, but we're still going to talk about the show. I mean, we we spent our time on that show, so we watched it. Yeah, we put in our time. How many yeah. showers did you take, Shailen, to watch watch this episode of Dragon Ball? I didn't watch this one in the shower, and okay. I was really glad that I didn't, because it would have made me feel real uncomfortable. Oh, oh, mm. yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. Because there's mm. a, a little kid dick in this. In this, that's episode. correct. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
I will never forget the screenshot that I took of Ben texting me and reminding me, you shouldn't watch this one on the train, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think there was a winky face emoji. There sure was. Yeah, you bet. From Akira Toriyama's brain to your mouth. So let's just take a, a pause here before we get into the world of Dragon Ball. Who here has lived in the world of Dragon Ball by watching or reading the materials? The just Dragon Ball or any 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 uh, like sequel the series? Dragon Ball universe. All right, I've I got into it when I was in junior high. I think I can't remember what channel was showing it. My, it was at my friend's house though. I remember like every day of the summer, I would go over his house at like four or five when it was on and like mm-hmm. try to try to catch the uh, the latest episode because his older brother was watching it. My friend hated me for it. Um, his older brother and I bonded a lot over Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> especially the uh, the Frieza saga. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's a good one. Shailen, how about you? You're huge. You're a huge uh, Super Saiyan, a super fan. This is my first super fan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's good <laughs> we're back thanks and we're back um i definitely have caught bits and pieces when ben has been watching but here ends my entire imbibement other than just like casual passing in the media being aware of its existence if we had enough of a listener base that cared about such things, I bet that you would piss them off with your lack of knowledge that's sure to come. Oh, yeah. I apologize in advance, oh, listeners. yeah. I know nothing. Wrong answer, Shailen. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a good one. It's good. Are we renaming the podcast? Yes. <laughs> it's now a quiz show. So <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, I think the one that most people are familiar with, that was the big one. But we're talking about the OG. We're talking about Dragon Ball which started life as a, it's a manga. I would usually say manga, but I believe the pronunciation is actually manga by uh, the artist Akira Toriyama. Came out in 1984, started the anime in 1986, and it has persisted pretty much straight through for the last 35 years. So if you've watched Dragon Ball Z, you'll know Goku as an adult. Here he's a little precocious kid with a tail. You know Bulma here? She's a little precocious, horny teenager. <laughs> no tail. You know, Vegeta, he's not in this show. Nor is Frieza or... Raditz. Really, or Gohan, Raditz isn't in there. Or... Piccolo is is in it, but he's a bad guy. But then, anyway, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot going on in the show. But here, in this show, we're focusing on little boy Goku, sexy teen Bulma, horny old martial arts master, Master Roshi, a horny pig named Oolong, uh, a, a dude, Yamcha, a kid Krillin, a talking cat named Poir, and more. And the rest That's right. in the Gilligan's Island universe. Mm-hmm. And the main tale of Dragon Ball, and this changes over time, but you might be surprised to hear there are, in fact, Dragon Balls. If you get all the magical Dragon Balls together, the mystical dragon Shenron, who is my, uh, my Fortnite parachute these days, but he comes <laughs> and he grants you... A single wish. So the idea being they're trying to gather these Dragon Balls as the time has gone on in the last 30 years. They still do that kind of, but it's not really the core of the show anymore. What would you wish for if you found all the Dragon Balls and the dragon appeared? Hmm. That's a great question. One wish. (laughs) Hmm. For Patrick Swayze to be back. (laughs) (laughs) 
hard agree. It, yeah. If he if he came back, I would have three more. So. <laughs> You would have three more? Uh, don't make me explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners who know, you're going to know. That's a little, little treat just for it, you. It was good. I just wanted you to over explain it. Come on. If you don't know, look it up. Get educated. Yeah. Educate yourselves. <laughs> what would you guys wish for? You're, you're obviously talking about my father, the ex-con, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shailen, what would you wish for? Oh, boy. <sighs> this could be world peace or some shit like that. A big sandwich. Oh, dream sandwich. A dogwood. No more carols. Potentially dream sandwich. And barring that unlimited funds to do as I see fit, including solving many of the world's problems, but Mm. also doing selfish, crazy things. But there's enough money that I can save the world first. What would be a selfish, crazy thing? Mm, Yeah. I would shut down Disney World for long enough to ride Space Mountain until I threw up and then I'd eat a turkey leg and then go back on Space Mountain repeatedly. Hmm. That's so selfish and crazy, Shailen. That's super crazy and highly selfish. You made a promise and you delivered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got Yeah. We're back. What about you, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what would Joke I wish over. For? Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, what would I wish for? Or just, just more listeners. You know? <laughs> that would be the one thing. That's some, so sad. <laughs> yeah. Some, some advertising. Get that podcast money finally. Mm-hmm. It's all out there. It's yeah. all for the taking. Just want the the my favorite murder ladies to list, you know, stumble upon our podcast and be like, join our network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got views on Facebook this week, which Whoa. was surprising. We haven't Whoa. gotten those in a long time. I don't know where they came. Yes, from. Yes, we do. I monitor that page. I monitor all of it. It's I analytics. believe it. Anyway, the fuck are we talking about, listeners? We want to hear from you. What would your one wish be? Hashtag. Selfish and crazy. <laughs> no, Carol. no, uh, selfish and swayzy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Hit us up. Mm-mm-mm. So, from those humble beginnings, we had the second best selling manga of all time with over 300 million copies sold. It's a lot of copies. You bet it is. Number one is One Piece, by the way. I don't want to be a little tease there. Thank you. We're not, not talking about One Piece, though. And Whew. six TV series. Dozens of movies, toy lines, video games, anything you can think of. Dragon Ball uh, obviously started in Japan, but is a real worldwide phenomenon these days. Worldwide, I said. International superstar. Goku has a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, for God's sake. Is it Super Saiyan Goku or regular Goku? It's regular Goku, and no, it doesn't transform. Hmm. Yeah, it's a lame balloon. <laughs> Well, what's an example of a non-lame balloon, Dave? Um, what, would, what would you say? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I ponder that a lot. Um, uh-huh. And I'm always like, you know, you see a lot of balloons, right? They've, they're mm-hmm. either like shaped like numbers for birthdays or like they're huge for the Macy's Day Parade. But like, what's a what's a really exciting one? Um, the, the fucking uh, Snoopy and Woodstock one is okay. pretty exciting, I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The ones that deflate and fall onto the people that are carrying them. <laughs> those are exciting. That's just a non-lame story. I, I think the balloon is extra lame. Like, it's like a, a racehorse that pulled up lame. It's the definition mm. of lame. Ah, I, just, I, see, I, see. I just want to call out that use of the word lame is considered ableist these days. And also, any balloon that falls down is, by definition, lame because it can't go. Do you know what my favorite non-lame balloon is? Garfield. Patrick Swayze and Garfield. <laughs> Garfield's a good balloon. <laughs> 
It's the one where Patrick Swayze rides Garfield. Yes. <laughs> when your wish comes true, I hope that happens. Thank you. So we're going to talk today about the very first episode of Dragon Ball, which somehow, despite being the first episode, kind of impenetrable. The it has many titles. I'm not going to do the Japanese pronunciation. Uh, it's called Bulma and Son Goku. It's called The Secret of the Dragon Balls. And there are so many versions of this show out there, right? There's the original as it aired in 1986. There's the censored version that would not have a little boy dick that aired on Cartoon Network. Uh, it's been localized again by a company called Funimation. So it's possible that even though I shared a single video file with you guys, that we watched entirely different versions of the show, at least audio-wise. Weird. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I was reading about the the dubbing too. They um mm-hmm. they had to take out certain pieces of dialogue to match the mouth movements on the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's why like at least in my version they had like their mouths open, but there was no sound. And it was just kind like, of an oh yeah. There was just like <laughs> or there was just like a weird like there's a weird scene where he just goes okay, and she goes hmm or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very it's it's uh the a little bit gets lost in translation there. I wonder how much was lost there. I choose to believe a lot was lost and, and that yeah. it wasn't just a good cartoon. Like the, in the original, it's just like magnificent. Like you sit down and you're so like, it's I magnificent can't get back now. I think it's good. We're not reading the cartoon yet. We do that at the end of the show. Five stars. Wow, Shailen. So the listeners will get my version because it's the one I was used to, the Funimation version. Shailen and Dave may have watched some other previous version. I don't know. I guess we'll find out in a minute. But anyway, the important part, it's uncensored. So the violence, the drug references, it's all there. The nudity, implied nudity. Everything that you came for. (laughs) The show aired on February 26th, 1986. I sure wish I had some context for that date. Maybe if you're good, Ben will give you a little peek. (laughs) Ooh, what were we seeing? It's contextual feeling. Fun fact. (laughs) That's right. Fun fact. I love him. Wow. Wow. February 26, 1986. Two months to the day before the Chernobyl accident. Oh. So this caused Chernobyl? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. And it, and it is fun. That's a, that's neat. That's a fun fact. Do you know what else happened in 1986? What? The Challenger explosion. Oh, my God. There was a lot of terrible shit going on in 1986. Yeah. Around the world was a nightmare. Yeah. You know what else happened in 1986? Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal, was released. Hmm. No, it wasn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing around. But I don't know what the top movies in Japan were. But I could say the top movies in the U.S. this week in, in 1986. What were they? Number one, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Hmm. Um, Disney's first R-rated film. I thought it had Goldie Hawn, but I was thinking of Camp or Troop Beverly Hills. Who's in Down and Out in Beverly Hills? Bette Midler. Uh, Nick Nolte. Right. No, I don't know anything about the movie. I assume somebody's Down and Out. Number two, similar film, The Color Purple. Jesus. <laughs> Number three. For Disney's first R-rated film, yeah. Disney's first. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. The thematic. Number three. Now, here's your Goldie Hawn film, Wildcats, where she plays the coach of an inner city football team. Hmm. This is 10 years before Whoopi Goldberg really perfected the form in Eddie. Oh, I thought you were going to say before Michelle Pfeiffer 
perfected the form in Dangerous Minds. <laughs> now that was later because somewhere in the middle was Stand and Deliver. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the principal. Yeah. And the substitute. We should talk about the principal. <laughs> Just dedicate like two months to talking about the principal. <laughs> Break it down like we did with the uh, Star Wars holiday special. That's right. All right. But we're anyway. on the minute 10 of Ton Berenger's The Principal. Let's get into this. So I'm going to, like I said, this is from the Funimation version. So the songs may be a little different, but when I'm watching on Funimation, I always like the music that they've chosen for the American version. And here's a little taste. Okay, there's two more verses. <laughs> Goes on for two minutes. Was that the version you guys heard? No. What well, What does yours sound like? It sounded like the Pokemon friendship girls singing about rainbows and butterflies and love. The Pokemon friendship girl. Um, Carol. On a fantastic journey with me. I don't think I saw that Pokemon. Mine had a lot of, uh, it was like heavy, heavy guitar, sort of like a, like an X-Men theme song okay kind of feel to it yeah Hmm. but i could be describing that really really inaccurately you know you know me and my my ear for music (laughs) but we're not going to get more accurate than pokemon friendship girl it's a from fin darn it it was in my brain pokemon journeys fantastic Ah, yes (laughs) yes it was fantastic max that's what i heard it was weird because they were like fantastic dragon ball did you ever read that dark horse comics crossover pokemon meets fantastic max it was a hit. So what we have to do right off the bat here is set the scene for the show a little bit. And we get a lot of exposition right up front. My announcer that you'll hear very deep voiced integral part of the series, but they're setting up the story of Goku who was found by an old man named Gohan. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much the story of Dragon Ball up to this point. There's a lot going on. In the narration, which for me, it was just like, this is Goku and he lives in the forest and he's a little child and blah, 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 blah. And he found a Dragon Ball and his grandfather might be the Dragon Ball. It was just like a lot, maybe not just with a narrator, but like with just the initial first minute or two, Mm -hmm. it it was a lot to wrap my head around. (laughs) And I was trying to, trying to picture kids trying to understand it. Hmm. Maybe they would just roll with it. Not me though. Mm-hmm. Not me. You couldn't roll with it. No. Well, let me let me play a little bit of my narrator and see how it compares. The old master raised the boy as his own child and marveled as the youngster grew and became uncommonly strong. Similar idea? Uncommonly yeah. strong? Yes. <laughs> this guy's a little deeper. Okay. All right. I like and, it, but it, that's why he's so important to me. He has yeah. a really pleasant voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a little like... Versus... Our narrator, or the narrator I had anyway, he's a little more enticing, uncommonly strong. There's a little right. purr, a little purr to his voice. Mm-hmm. The other, yeah, the one that I watched, the narrator was more like your grumpy uncle at like a family party narrating like, and this lady made me eat 
onions, and I don't like onions. My grumpy uncle is the unforgivable guy? Yeah. <laughs> Your grumpy uncle is a, a, a six-year-old upset at eating food. <laughs> <laughs> and he insisted on waffle fries. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> so the point of this is, the narration's important. The world is sort of weird. So you, you don't see a ton of it here, but it's it's sort of like near future. Uh, they have a lot of future tech, but it's sort of a little recognizable at this point as, as our world. But Goku lives in a land where there's dinosaurs and monkeys, and it's this very weird idyllic space. The opening shot of, of where he lives, the mountains, the mountains look like giant Rocks. Uh, like they're, they're just like these huge, tall, unscalable mountains. Like you wonder how how they drive up there and how they uh, how they get up there. Like I was just like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Very carefully, that's how they drive. Yeah, nothing made sense to me, but I enjoyed the hell out of the show. It was mysterious. Yeah, Shannon, what do you think? I didn't have the same concern about being able to get up the mountains that Dave had. Okay, they just looked like mountains to me. Shannon, you watched the show, right? I did. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah, she watched it in the shower. <laughs> sure didn't. So Goku here is a little boy. Uh, we'll say about eight years old. He has a shock of black hair. He's wearing, it's kind of like like a jujitsu gi, but it's sleeveless. I guess they have sleeveless gis. I was thinking of it as a jumpsuit, but I don't okay. think that that's culturally accurate. Okay. Oh, it's a, a Dragon Ball romper. Yeah. <laughs> it's a onesie. Yeah. It's actually not a onesie, but... It was like a singlet. Okay. Feeling a question for you? Yeah. Uh, sleeveless tees or sleeveless geese? Tees. Okay. <laughs> Dave, similar question? Oh, geese, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, geese. Just you, don't sneeze. Make you look strong. So, Goku, in the whole Dragon Ball series, and I, I guess throughout Z and all that, too, he's kind of a carefree guy. He's a little bit of a goofball. He's constantly having a blast, as demonstrated here. Hi! Just hanging around, huh? <laughs> he's laughing. He's talking to monkeys. He's got a tail. He's got a saw that looks like the, the buster sword from Kingdom Hearts. It's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. This was amazing. I, it, like this, this, whole, this character just felt like they were like, all right, we need dialogue for Goku. Let's mm. bring in a prepubescent 12-year-old boy. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's it's very spot on. Mm-hmm. And it's totally his mentality. So it, it all works. Yeah. So you start to learn about Goku immediately. You see his little monkey tail that he has. He is doing some Tai Chi and then he punches a stump of wood into like a perfectly st- cut stack of wood. He's carrying around a huge saw. Because he's uncommonly strong, Ben. He's uncommonly strong and he's, he's got a pretty good life. Uncommonly strong. But as the narrator tells us, things are about to change. The young boy's life was about to begin a radical new phase. Totally radical. <laughs> see, do you see why I like the, the narrator so much here? I think your narrator is more fun than mine. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that. It is fun. So Goku talks to what we'll find out in a minute is a dragon ball. So it's a yellow and orange ball. His has four stars. He calls it his grandpa. And you can intimate that his grandfather is dead. And somehow he sees this ball as like having the spirit of his grandfather. I mean, he explains that fairly directly later too, which mm-hmm. is good. Because uh, I is did good. not intimate it at okay. all. I just thought that, oh, this poor kid that's living out in the jungle by himself has mm-hmm. no idea what this is. And so he's named this something he's read about. 
So does he have a grandfather? He like, did. Does he, has he? Did he ever know him? Yeah. He was a- okay. adopted by the man who found him and taught him about the Dragon Ball. Yes. Yeah, so right. so to, to, to spoil 35 years of TV, Goku is an alien who was found on Earth by this old man named Gohan. And that's how the whole thing starts. Right. He's an right. alien? Goku? Yeah, he's a, oh, yeah. He's a Saiyan. He's a Saiyan, <laughs> And I'm not just saying that, huh? And that's revealed during the Vegeta saga? Um, or the, the Saiyan saga? Um, Every time the, you say Vegeta, I think fajita, <laughs> but pronounced wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Oh, man. <laughs> Get out of here. Mm, sizzling peppers. Mm, anyway. Yeah. Let's talk more about the Vegeta. <laughs> fajita. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't go on. I must the go other on. Thing, the other thing I had, uh, uh, this felt like uh, watching him talk to the Dragon Ball. I was like, and, and like knowing he's all alone and isolated, I was like, oh, it's it's Wilson from Castaway. Wilson. <laughs> he's just talking to a volleyball. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Goku as Wilson. Hmm. Tom Hanks playing Goku. No, Goku as, um. oh in, God. What in was the live it? action movie. Like Nate Deliverable. What the hell was that guy's name? I haven't seen it. Oh, he had a stupid name, like John Survivor. Fuck, what the hell? Hold on. Who, Tom Hanks? Yeah. Hold on. His name's Tom Hanks, Ben. In Castaway? Yeah, what's his name? Tom Hanks uh, in Dick Castaway. Dick Fedex. <laughs> it is not. It's Chuck Noland. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chuck Noland. No, don't, don't let me screw up the emphasis on you. Chuck Noland. <laughs> I love that movie. Anyway. I'm Ben Podcasting. <laughs> so Goku is going to go get some grub. So he leaves the Dragon Ball behind. Uh, he's swinging on vines. He's having saber-toothed tigers chase him off cliffs. He's having a really great day. But he's hungry for fish. So he does what anybody would do is gets naked and goes down to the river and starts fishing with his tail. And uh, you see everything. Yeah, everything. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. Everything. It's just like... Just... Uh, it's just uh, like unfortunately detailed. <laughs> I don't know. That's like three There's, lines. <laughs> oh, they like, just lingered. It's a cartoon. They could have just left that shit all flat. It would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. They could have given him like a Ken doll body. They could have just left that shit all flat. Yeah. It'd have been mm-hmm. fine. Like a Vegeta. Correct. Man. Now I'm just hungry. So <laughs> he shakes his little ass. Sizzling Vegeta. <laughs> and he's catching a fish and he also pees. Here comes the waterfall. Huh? Hey, it looks like now is a good time to do a little tail fishing. So he's peeing and he's tail fishing. Oh, and he's shaking a his little, little bunsies. Version? Tail fishing. Did you did you did you have the pee version? We had the I saw the yeah. pee, but I don't know if I heard the the dialogue. It's familiar to me, and I don't think I would have invented it. Hmm. I must have just not paid attention. I was just too busy watching that stream hit the water. <laughs> yeah, mesmerizing. Yeah. So he gets a big fish. It's like maybe conservatively 30 feet long and he's going to eat the fish. Then he gets hit by a car. Well, you're alive. <laughs> so you thought you finished me off? Well, you're not going to get my fish that easy, you big monster. <laughs> ah, stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> this is for hitting me. <laughs> is that from Dragon Ball or is that? Audio from Shailen's accident. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded similar. Yeah. 
I forgot to tell you guys that I was carrying an enormous fish when it happened. Wrong answer, Carol. <laughs> Don't go there. Wrong answer, Bulma. So we find out that this is the character Bulma, and she is sort of the female lead of the series. And by sort of, I mean she is the female lead of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a teenage girl. She's very smart. She has a shirt on here that says Bulma on it. Um, it's helpful. That way you remember you what her name is. is. And yeah, she just straight up runs Goku over. And then uh, he picks the car up over his head while grunting. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Because according to the uh, the storytellers here, women are bad drivers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a different time. I mean, based on today's uh, events, I think that's not in not objective assessment. Wasn't Bulma just looking at her beeper too? Her beeper? <laughs> it's a dragon radar. Her beeper? That's what she called it in the in my version. I don't think that your version a, exists. A beeper or a bleeper? Uh, it's, uh, it's, yes, it's the dragon the, radar. The bleeper. Anyway. I'm, oh, man. I'm going mute and watching this. I think were, I know. We watch fundamentally different shows. <laughs> um, so Goku throws the car. And instead of trying to reason with the, the crazed child, Bulma pulls out a gun and tries to kill him with bullets. What's wrong? Don't tell me you used up all of your power already, monster. Not quite! Ow! <laughs> she enjoyed shooting that little boy. Sure did. She got a little thrill. It's, Just a little one, though. Yeah. It's like a, a, a quiet, quiet little moan at the end. There. Mm-hmm. She did the, I know what she did last summer move, which is... We kind of almost killed you, and so now what we're going to do is ensure you're dead. Mm -hmm. But she was bad at it. She's bad at it, and Goku is very strong, unusually strong, some would say. He's also impervious to a lot of damage, so he can get beat up, but getting shot, that don't mean shit to this kid. So he's doing all right. And Goku's going to attack her, and then she says that she's a person, and we find out quickly that Goku has never seen a girl before. Well, you look human enough, but you're different. You're thin and scrawny. I'm a girl, silly. That's why. A girl? Oh, so that's what you are. Yeah. They figured it out. What I love here is the total lack of sexism, because Mm -hmm. we all know that universally girls are skinny. Scrawny. Scrawny. Mm -hmm. He's not wrong. So that's good. Mm -hmm. It's good that they're accurately portraying humanity that way. It's true. Yeah, no no muscles. None. (laughs) On any woman. Negative muscle tone. Yeah, that's for the boys. Correct. Mm -hmm. Right. It's one for the dads. So (laughs) (laughs) Bulma, uh, she's got on her Bulma t-shirt. She's also wearing a very short skirt. And Goku, you know, he's never seen a girl before. In fact, he's never seen anybody outside of his grandfather. And he's a little bit curious. Shame on you! What do you think you're doing? I was just checking to see if you had a tail. Huh? Oh. Don't worry. Maybe it just takes girls longer to grow theirs. And he, uh, he sneaks a little peek. How did the scene make you feel, Shailen? Uncomfortable. And a little <laughs> mad. Okay. Why didn't Why didn't Goku's grandfather tell him to not violate people like a perv? Seems Maybe like a pretty easy lesson. In an isolated life. Perhaps. Pervy is as pervy does, I suppose. How would he have told yeah. Goku about women? It it's, would be like, if you'd never seen a tree, how do you explain a tree? You say, if you meet other people, boys or girls, don't try to look at their genitals. It's weird. 
think of a couple other situations when that advice would have been useful. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please elaborate. uh, Patrick Swayze. (laughs) And elaborate slowly. Um, This bit of dialogue here, just, it really irritated me. Like the, the character of Goku, like I know he's, he softens up um, in like, especially in Dragon Ball Z, he becomes, you know, smart and kind of more uh, worldly and everything. But like this one, they, it's like, they want to make him that he's never seen the world before, but then somehow he knows, he knows certain things. And when it is convenient for the plot, he doesn't know certain things or when it's convenient for like, jokes or like bits of dialogue he doesn't know certain things so it's a it's very inconsistent it was it was, it was driving me a little bananas i didn't like it that, that's character development you know like what if if she'd shown up and he was like i just want to get a little peek of those uh those hams yeah it's not well, as it good <laughs> but it was like little, oh little, oh I, little I, peek my of those grandfather hams. told me about girls mm-hmm. but like he's never told me about like anything else and like somehow I don't know. It just—it was just like all inconsistent. I didn't want him to be like, "Oh yeah, I want to see those those polka dotted panties." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he—he'd be probably more interested in your feet. He might. I will say, you see more of Bulma's um, underoos as the show progresses. Not in this episode, hmm. but that's a big league tease for people to watch the show. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah or a uh, big big league geese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Shailen. Big league tees or big league geese? geese. Wrong answer, Shailen. Oh. <laughs> you walked right into it. So, Bulmer explains that she is also on the hunt for dragon balls, and she, in fact, has a dragon radar, which it looks like a radar. It might be called a blooper or a bleeper, perhaps, and it, it shows where dragon balls are. So, she's, she's finding them, she's looking for them, and she notices that Goku is really near to one. So Goku offers to cook her lunch and take her to his house. And then the show takes a dramatic turn. Well, we can have a bite to eat and talk, then play together. Now look, if you think we're going to do anything improper, you can forget it. Improper? What does that mean? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I guess Grandpa hasn't told him about that yet. So Goku's probably eight years old here, <laughs> which puts all of this into an even stranger context. So how old is Bulma? A, a teenage. Like six, 16? Sure. 17? Yeah. Bulma, that's disgusting. She seems pervy. She's a, a hormone-dub teenager. He's a child. <laughs> and he just explained he had never met a girl, but then she assumes <laughs> that this young boy wants to fuck and then laughs about <laughs> his grandfather talking about the birds and the bees. That is correct. <laughs> a weird thing to do. It's a weird thought process. Mm-hmm. The Maybe evolution she just there. assumes it's, it's just natural instinct. Oh, perhaps. Mm. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. So they go to, um, to Goku's house and they start having, you know, just more normal conversations. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Goku's not exactly normal, so there. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not as weird as yours. (laughs) Hey, you be quiet. Bulma happens to be very elegant. It's a lot better than Goku, that's for sure. Yeah. I think they're both weird names. So in my version, she says, Goku sounds like Gopu. Mm -hmm. I I bet. And I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not making that up. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That's an actual line. That's a line in the the show. Huh. 
Maybe I should. Did, did you watch get that version. one too, Shayla? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm double checking my playlist. It's this funny. Is crazy. It's crazy how different they are. Yeah. I think yours is better in that instance. Go poo's funny. Yes. Yours, yours is, <laughs> yours is um very dramatic. Ours was just like poop really, joke. Like, a lot of a lot of one one line. Well, it's one for the adults. You know, you kids watch the little kitty version, and I watched the uh, the adult version. You know what I mean? Are, okay. Okay. Am I jumping ahead by asking about like the gentlemanly behavior that he was told to have? Keep in mind, Shailen, as you look at me imploringly, I did not watch the same audio as you. <laughs> So in the version that that I watched, he's like, my grandfather always told me that I needed to be act like a real gentleman if any girl came around. And she is like, yes, absolutely. That's like that. She didn't like make it seem like grandpa didn't teach him the birds and the bees. She was just like, yes, I'm going to take advantage of your hospitality. You want to jump ahead to something I talked about five minutes ago? I was trying to put it into context of where it was in the episode, but it was I think it was in that spot. But, but I was talking about it. I think that's where it landed. <laughs> Where I watch. Gotta get back in time. We gotta get our timeline order just right. I'm People trying. will be zipping all over the place doing our live time commentary track. I'm trying. But they have to watch the video at one eighth speed to keep up. That's great. Because we we go dive deep into the details. My voice cracked. Anyway, instead of said puberty. Instead of being a pervy weirdo, yeah. when he says, My grandpa said that I need to be like have my best manner, she's like Yes, you should have your best manners with a girl. Mm. What do you mean, pervy? Let's just say if a bad person got a hold of these balls, he could really wreak some havoc. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did that not come up in your show? No, it did. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Uh, At least some things are consistent. So to this point, we've been with Goku and Bulma for the whole episode. And now we cut to a little blue monster man wearing what I'm going to guess is a stereotypical outfit of some sort this is emperor pilaf and he's with a dog who's named shu and then a big tall lady named mai do you get it shu mai shu mai huh? dumplings what, what were they called in your version like toka and razar yeah yeah <laughs> um oh, bebop and rocks uh they didn't have names hmm, interesting they weren't named in my version Unnamed. were they named in your version Shale? i think we watched the same version dave hmm. okay okay they may not have said their names here either but so emperor pilaf also in search of the dragon balls. But where Bulma understands you need all seven dragon balls, Emperor Pilaf, not quite there. I hate to be the one to break it to you, but you can't make a wish with just one ball. You have to have the others as well. <coughs> there are seven dragon balls, sire. You have to unite all seven of them before the dragon will appear and grant your wish. <laughs> more searching. Indeed, Emperor Pilaf, more searching. But that basically just exists to explain why you need all the Dragon Balls. Her, Not going to get a Dragon with one. Her accent is incredible. It sure is. I dig it. How would you describe it? In song. It was incredible. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, I'm satisfied. <laughs> um, do you know what Emperor Pilaf wants to wish for? Uh, to, he wants to rule the world. No. Dave, what does Emperor Pilaf wish want to wish for? He wants like a, a perfect pair of panties. No, no, that's not accurate. <laughs> that's what that's what okay. Okay. So they get once you get to the end of this saga, this is the Emperor Pilaf saga. Uh-huh. Um, there's a talking pig named Oolong that we haven't met yet, uh-huh. who dresses like a Fidel Castro for some reason. And <laughs> Emperor Pilaf gets all the balls together and the dragon appears. But then 
it's like the end of Ghostbusters where they have to blank their minds. But Oolong, right, right, right. Oolong is a, he's a big panty guy. That's how he gets in with Bulma. Um, and he wishes for like a nice pair of panties. Oh, so okay. That, okay. that is what the wish ends up being, but it is not Emperor Pilafs. He is. Uh, I, I see the, the Wikipedia article is not, not, not that well written. I gotcha. Thank you for clearing that up. Cause I was like, if this whole series is based <laughs> off of this guy, just wanting a pair of used panties. Loving then, some panties. Um, yeah. Now he loves them. Yeah. Uh, Master Roshi, the guy who trains Goku, loves them. People love panties. Mm-hmm. Uh, say it correctly. Panties. 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 But I'm glad, Panties. Dave, that you brought up Emperor Pilaf's ambition because there's a big question lingering out here in minute four of the show. What does Bulma want to do with the Dragon Balls? It has to be something earth shaking. I can't believe that I already have three of the balls. If I keep this up, I'll be able to wish for a boyfriend by the end of the month. This is so exciting. Just a really positive depiction of women I in this cartoon. Like that she follows her ambition, you know, what may be small scale to you or I could mean the world to her. So I like that she's willing to, you know, <laughs> literally span the globe. That is a well-rounded character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's ambitious no matter what. Yeah, I like I like that take, Ben. And it's believed you could go you could go the easy route. <laughs> it's believed that as the series progressed into Z territory, that Bulma, in fact, did hunt the Dragon Ball several times uh, to do things like make herself younger. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so here, like, we're getting the Dragon Balls is just the big quest. As as you move on, it's it's becomes so not important, and they know how to do it that they just kind of like do it off screen. I like it. Hmm. It's a, it's a matter of scale. So yeah, the, the the sagas get bigger. There's more worlds mm-hmm. involved. There's like conquerors, like conquering different dimensions or whatever. There's tournaments, all that all that stuff. Yeah, all like that you, good shit. You build up your skills mm-hmm. and your knowledge. So Bulma has three. She realizes Goku has the fourth, and he doesn't want to give up what he thinks is the spirit of his grandfather. But Bulma is willing to barter. You let me have your Dragon Ball, and I'll let you have a little peek. What do I care about seeing your dirty old fanny? And it's not dirty, you rude little boy! In the version you guys watched, did it have that little sexy saxophone music? <laughs> I don't remember the saxophone. I also don't remember the saxophone no? at all. But, okay. the, but the, the line, dirty old fanny, is, is, is still there, and that is the... That might be one of the best lines we've ever heard on this show. Your dirty old fanny. <laughs> it's very wholesome. Is it? Yeah. I think Fanny means different things in different places. Hmm. So Goku won't give the ball up, but Bulma needs the ball. So she makes Goku another offer after this uh, this little panty thing went awry. Oh, go hunt balls? So, <laughs> so they're going to be partners, and they're going to get it together. And Bulma clearly thinks she's going to use Goku, but Goku just... He wants, he wants to go for the adventure. So it's here that they explain the dragon radar. And I wrote a note here uh, when I watched the episode a month ago, and I, I don't know what it means. I wrote, Bulma explains the dragon radar. Where did it come from? Winky face. What? <laughs> I Just play the clip and see what happens. I don't have a clip. It was just something oh, I wrote oh, down. Oh. Was I joking that she had the dragon radar in her panties? Was she going to use the dragon ball radar to find balls? Winky face? I don't know. I'm trying to get in the head of you, Ben. I, I can't. It's it's too too complicated, mm-hmm. too complex. Layers. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Hit us up at WatchBotsPod. Uh, hashtag. Where did it come from? <laughs> Let's see if I can. 
Where did it go? <laughs> figure out where that one went. So they figure out that the Dragon Ball is 750 miles away. And one of the big things about the Dragon Ball world is uh, they store buildings and vehicles and stuff in these things called capsules. You find out later that Bulma's dad is the president or the founder of the Capsule Corps. This explains uh, her technical know knowledge. So she has a thing full of them. She throws one that turns into a motorcycle because her car got fucked up. They ride away. They scare the monkey. They do a big jump. Haven't you always wanted a monkey? T- uh, touch my monkey. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> so then, because Dragon Ball, one of the things people could say as a negative of the whole franchise is they really go into details that maybe you don't need. Like later in, in Dragon Ball Z, there's an episode where Goku gets his driver's license. And here we stop because Bulma has to pee. Time for a pit stop. Uh, okay, I'll come too. Oh, no, you won't. Don't the words pit stop mean anything to you? Stay right there. Pit stop? What does that mean? I need to pee, you lame brain. Huh? I don't get it. <laughs> See? Was there all that pee talk on your version? Any <laughs> pee talk? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I know she had to do a pit stop and there was some awkward conversation, but I don't think... I I think I prefer our Bulma actress versus okay. yours. I ben. Our, ours agree. was Yeah, she had a lot more energy rather than, you lame brain, I have to go pee. <laughs> what if you took your Bulma and my narrator? That would really be the ultimate Dragon Ball. It's true. Mm. Quick question. That's my wish. Did his grandfather not tell him it's weird to like pee in pairs? It's safer in the mountains. Mm. That's how they got Grizzly Man. I don't think that was how, Ben. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure you're wrong, Ben. No, it was the it was the the paired P that that attracted mm-hmm. him. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was going to make a fruit joke. It's it's just not worth it. Uh, let's continue. So here we get to the action part of the episode. In the bushes, Bulba meets this big purple mean pterodactyl, and in my version, he's very funny. As a matter of fact, we have fancy dinner engagements, but the reservations are only for two. Uh. So. <laughs> Gosh, I think he was lying. <laughs> I have to ask, was he like that in your version? No. No? No. no he wasn't like no. a funny guy? He wasn't, no, he didn't sound like raspy and smooth at the same time. Oh, man. Time. <laughs> We've got dinner res- fancy dis- dinner reservations. For two. So he has Bulma in his um his grasp. He ties Goku to a tree and then flies away. Now Goku easily unties himself with his tail, but funny guy pterodactyl continues. Hey! Stop being such a downer, baby. I'm in the mood for a happy meal. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. Can't confirm. No. Oh, man. All right. You're Bulma, my pterodactyl guy. So Goku gets on the motorcycle and he flies off a cliff, uh, thus destroying the motorcycle. And he can't quite get there. He's reaching out to Bulma. So then as the motorcycle starts to drop, Goku takes out his power pole. Because one of the things is his grandfather, (laughs) his power pole. um, His grandfather gives him this magic red pole that just extends indefinitely. So that's helpful here. 
I, I would imagine that's helpful a lot of places. It is throughout the series, in fact. Yeah. Power pull. Yeah, yeah. It's hashtag power pull. So he whacks the dinosaur on the head. <laughs> Your pterodactyl's voice is funny. I'm going to do that one more time because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, Ben, there's someone backing out of the parking lot and Shailen's, uh, Shailen's right behind the car. Do, 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 do. Oh, oh Shailen, are you okay? I just hope that text message was worth it, Ben. Wrong answer, Carol. Oh, uh, uh, Ben, uh, uh, Shailen's outside going up a step. Um, <laughs> oh, she's, she's stumbling. Oh, gosh. Oh, Oh it's always you after you've entered the witness protection program, though, like on Unsolved Mysteries. It's true. <laughs> Modulating you a little bit. No. You, you see, and, and, and then they came in and they, they took me for three days. <clears throat> Made me make cake. Much cake. So much cake. Mm-hmm. So hits the, the, the dinosaur. Unfortunately, the delightful dinosaur falls to his death here. But uh, don't worry, because Goku encounters all kinds of animals, like a sassy octopus uh, that also talks. Goku kills him as well later. Have you read the manga? Spoiler no. alert. No. no. Uh, I, was, I was curious as to if this was made be- for the cartoon, or if this was directly out of the out of I the think manga. this is out of the manga, if I had to guess. Oh, okay. I'm right. just guessing. I don't know how faithful it is. Even the, like, j- jazzy territory. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's very faithful. <laughs> Hey, baby. The I'm gonna make you a happy man. I played a lot of Yakuza games. I've seen characters that seem like they could talk like that guy. Okay, all right. Fancy dinner reservations for two. That's right. <laughs> and waffle fries. It's true. Have you been practicing? How did you know? Hmm. So Bulma is in the tree, and she's screaming for Goku to get her down, and that's kind of how the episode ends. But one thing I noticed here is that. As Bulma is hanging from a branch screaming to Goku, there are like these golden flakes that are falling. And at first I thought, oh, that's just like a weird cartoon effect. And then I realized, no, that's that's nope. her yellow pee. Mm. She's peeing. Yeah, she got so scared. She peed. Well, they had to make that pit it, stop. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, she finally was able to release yeah, yeah. it. Because they yeah. scared it out of her. It's like in Hannibal the book where he kills the um, the Italian detective and then he hangs him and then the Italian detective gets the death boner. It's the same idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't have that in the film version. Hmm. They maybe, did, they did, maybe uh, not in your like, version. Disembod- I, watched the, I watched the Funimation version of Hannibal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They show it all. Is that the one where they replace Anthony Hopkins' voice with uh, Michael Clark Duncan's voice? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of Anthony Hopkins, I heard something interesting today. Did you know that he was the first choice for the Mr. Freeze role in Batman and Robin? What? <laughs> Sir that Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? What killed the dinosaurs? The yeah, it would have been the same script for sure. A million percent. <laughs> the next best thing to Sir Anthony Hopkins was the Terminator. That's a good fallback. You know, that's a good plan B school. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just picturing different lines now. You're not sending me to the cooler. Learn it well. <laughs> Shailen, what's your favorite uh, Mr. Freeze pun from Batman and Robin? Ice. Winter. 
I just like how he says winter. This is a one woman show. (laughs) 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 It's a venom. Let me tell you, I'm poison. Anyway, we're not talking about Batman. (laughs) We're talking about (laughs) Bruce. It's me, Barbara. Uh, We're talking about (laughs) Dragon Ball, of course, and not Batman and Robin. Although I kind of want to watch Batman and Robin now, but that's, that's a post recording thing. So the show ends and I also enjoyed the closing credit music. Do you think it's weird that Alfred made Barbara like two bodysuits <laughs> to her exact measurements? That's that's a little weird, right? I had your exact measurements. And he, but he did it as an algorithm? He made an algorithm before that's, he got McGregor syndrome? McGregor syndrome. It's a little weird. Creeps um, me out. That closing song is much closer to the opening sequence that I heard. Mm, interesting. I was trying to do a Google search to see if it was the same singer uh, as the Pokemon song, and then I gave up. I don't know if you remember that conversation in the living room the other day. I do. I remember them all. I loved how Anthony Hopkins sang that, uh, <laughs> the version that I had. It was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you remember what it sounded like, Shailen? Did you hear that version? No. Can you sing it for us? What would it sound like? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to sing it for us, Dave. Wrong answer, <laughs> Carol. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Dragon Ball. Would you show Dragon Ball to a child? Shailen? Not until they were 18 years old. <laughs> hey, only in certain states. Dave? No, no, probably not. Too much kid dick. Yeah, I know they've got the uncensored versions, but if you're going to give it to them, give it to them straight. And so, yeah, too much kid dick. Uh, and let's go with um, one to five cool pit stops. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing cool about that warm trickle <laughs> so i feel like this is gonna take a little bit of explanation oh yeah five cool Hold pick on. stops pit stops. Cool, five pig cool stops that's correct five okay five out of five it's great it's not without problems for people under a certain age Endless enjoyment, but also you're right. Like this isn't a show that I could watch on the train and hope to not have people think I'm a weirdo. Like there's some stuff in there that I'm like, oh, as an adult, this is funny. I can laugh at it. This is not intended for children. It's a cartoon, not intended for children. But like I that like dinosaur. It. Yeah, it's like that dinosaur. <laughs> I hope he got his happy meal. No, he died. I know. I was trying to make a joke. Dave, he he was someone else's happy meal. <laughs> Eventually, uh, the earth swallowed him up. Uh, I'm giving this five jazzy Happy Meals. This show was impenetrable. The p- depiction of Balma was as if, a, again, a 12 year old wrote it. Mm. But I also there's like a there's a joy and a verve behind this that is so infectious. Like I. I just I want to watch it all mm-hmm. now. I want to go through the entire all Dragon Ball. Hundreds and hundreds series. of episodes. That's right, right. Everything up to up to today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good luck but, with that. Yeah, five out of five for me. Mm. I'm also gonna give it a five out of five. Hey. And I was gonna go a little lower, 
But then I remembered that funny dinosaur. (laughs) 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 What if... Like in Jurassic Park, where you you know you're like, oh man, they're so scary. But what if the T Rex opened it up and he was like, hey baby, how about a meal? She's a she. You got any more goats? No, she'd be more like, baby, how about a meal? That's how all women sound to me. I was gonna do a funny voice, but then you offended me. Do it. I was hoping that maybe you want to get a meal later. That's what the dinosaur. That's what the T Rex. Very funny voice. I like it. Thank you. So we love Dragon Ball. And yeah, I had a month. Um, I came up with a game in the last three <laughs> hours, and I sort of was racking my brain, I was racking my brain. I was I was struggling because can't do trivia. There's too much, you know. Can't do this or that. And I tried to think of something new, and then I came back to an oldie but goodie. But just in the last few minutes, I've taken a slight turn. So I'd like to introduce you to this game. Wrong answer, Carol. it may have some similarities to a game we've played previously dragon ball as you guys know has a big fandom around it a lot of people love it all over the place and you know how people get when they like things weird obsessive weird obsessive oh yeah Yeah. and they start to build these little narratives in their heads so what i've done is i've gone to uh famed website archive of our own (laughs) (laughs) and i looked up dragon ball this is everything. Yeah, yeah. This is everything from Dragon Ball, you know, OG, all the way up to Dragon Ball Super in the new movies. And I pulled up some different relationships. Now, Shailen, I'll have to explain some of the characters to you. So these are all from the Dragon Ball franchise. Got it. What I'm going to need is I'm going to tell you the relationship. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to give me a number. How many stories you think are uh, on the naughty list? Okay. Listed as explicit. And then we'll do a bonus question. And then I'll, uh, you know, read you a little... Uh, little excerpt okay All right. can't wait so first up here we're gonna do bulma and vegeta maybe one of dragon ball's most enduring love stories so bulma you've met mm-hmm. uh vegeta is, <laughs> is uh, a saiyan regina like, like goku he shows up right at the beginning of dragon ball z uh, and he tries to kill goku hmm. but then he ends up being cool but like he's he's like a grumpy guy you know what i mean he's a real grumpy guy but he marries bulma but he kind of looks like Goku if you like pulled him by the back of the head and stretched his face backwards. <laughs> and he's a little short guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's a bad guy. And then in the, the later parts of Dragon Ball Z, he becomes like begrudgingly a good a good mm-hmm. guy. And then he's the part of the crew. He's, he's part of the, the Z fighters. So they get yeah, he's it's like a it's like a fast and furious kind so of So they get married, Shailen. Okay. Bulma and Vegeta. So a very normal romantic relationship. Now all all but yes, ask your question. You're going to put a spoiler alert warning at the beginning of our episode, right? About what? The All of the stuff you're revealing about these characters? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 100%. They're madly in love. First thing They're I'm going to do. I wouldn't say madly in love, but they are married and they have they have kids. So, you know, chances are they've done some boning down. But how many stories on Archive of Our Own have they boned down in? When I say it like that, I don't know if it's accurate. What is the number of Bulma and Vegeta stories marked as explicit? 207. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to get nuts here. Let's get nuts. 1,200 explicit stories. Boy, 
We just got nuts. <laughs> Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. The um, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell you the answer. The answer is ninety four. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna say ninety four is one of the higher numbers. Some would say the highest number. Okay. So I just want to couch your expectations <laughs> a little bit. Here. All right. Okay. All right. So Shailen, you have a point. Yeah. And I'm gonna read you an excerpt from the story, "The Road Not Taken." Parentheses looks real good now by one vulgar woman. Now, Shailen, <laughs> for a bonus point, mm-hmm. how many chapters does this story have? What is the name of the author again? One Vulgar Woman. One is the number one, Vulgar, capital V, Woman, capital dub. I pronounce Volja. <laughs> how many chapters, Shailen, for a bonus 19. point? 19. That is really close, but unfortunately incorrect. There are 16 chapters oh, in. So the Road Not Taken looks real good now. Let's get a listen Vegeta's mind wandered during the drive toward his empty townhouse. Part of him, a very localized part, reminded him that he probably still could take Bulma up on her offer. It had been a while since he'd gotten laid, he reminded himself. Maybe a good hate the girl who'd screwed him over would be just what he needed. A chance to show her exactly what she'd missed out on. A chance to prove to himself once and for all that his feelings for her were ancient history. Some unnameable part of his psyche continued to protest, but he didn't have the willpower or energy left to analyze it. So instead, he let his hand slide over his aching beneath the hot spray of the shower, giving free reign to fantasies he'd banished years ago. Only now, the Bulma he pictured was no longer a girl, but a woman. Her curves more rounded and her features sharpened, he harder than he had in months. Imagining those hooded blue eyes looking up at him while her soft little hands, rather than his work, Roughened paw, wrung mm. him dry. So, little taste of what you get on archive of our own. The aching. Mm-hmm. I think that's a common theme in these these stories. There's always a like a throbbing or an aching or so horny it hurts kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What better word do you suggest for that, Dave? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's 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 common. Hmm. Uh, and listeners, if you've never heard this game before, uh, we bleep out the naughty bits. So you might be hearing a bleep every other word through this whole show. Like like when I said aching. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, come Shitterston. <laughs> all of that will be, <laughs> all of that will be edited out except that. So on around two here. And actually, here's what here's what's going to happen. I think I deleted a number. So Dave, you're also getting a point on round one. I can't subtract Shailen's point. That would be arbitrary. But now that I'm looking at it, I think there were about 940 stories for Bulma and Vegeta, not 94. What? Yeah, 94 seemed low. Yeah, it was. It seemed it really out. low. All right. All right. But you said that was the highest number. And I was right because it's still 940 is the high number. Okay. Um, but speaking that of- That makes so much more speaking sense. Speaking of so- throbbing <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on to our next relationship here. Uh, Goku and Vegeta- yeah, they're classic couple. Planetary people. They live on the same planet. Intergalactic planet. Friends. Enemies, now friends. Blood brothers, some would say. Maybe more. How many explicit stories about Goku and Vegeta live on Archive of Our Own? I have a question for clarification. Good Lord. Yes. It, is Vegeta hot? Oh, yeah. He's a looker. You want me to pull up a picture? They're all fucking hot. Do you want me to pull up Rule 34, Vegeta, or you want just OG? Just OG. R- rule 34. Rule 34. <laughs> uh, this is Vegeta. He's a small yet very well-built man. 
He does not look like this guy in the Vegeta wig. <laughs> that guy looks like a broken treasure. That guy looks like Beekman's world. Uh. Um, <laughs> this is Vegeta. Look at him. Big cutie. 600 stories that are explicit, Ben. Okay. Uh, 434. 434. Uh, the correct answer is 556. So Shailen gets it yes. by a hair Man. to retake the lead. Now, Shailen, yes. you're going to get a little taste here of The Saiyan Within, which was written by the author Viper underscore Sagara 13. <laughs> How many chapters of The Saiyan Within did Viper underscore Sagara write? Seven. 71. Oh, so. <laughs> How long are the chapters? Are they like a paragraph each? No, or? they're pretty substantial. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And no, I did not read them all, just the first 50 to get to the uh, the You read 50 want. chapters? Yeah, no, that, that was a little gag there. A little gag. Context for this one, Shailen, Goku's actual name is Kakarot on the Saiyan world. Okay. So this is the thing. Vegeta calls him Kakarot. And this story, Goku has embraced his identity as Kakarot. And uh, here we go. You're not Kakarot, he hissed, his own eyes staring into bright golden where black should be. Vegeta was confused. He smelled and looked like Kakarot, but those eyes and his demeanor. He was completely changed. I am Kakarot, he growled, licking his lips. And I want you, Prince Vegeta, he added, Vegeta instantly tensing. Okay, even Kakarot doesn't call me that. Get the fuck off me. Uh, let's see. He grunted before the other man's hand vanished down his pants behind him to start massaging one of his muscled, yet soft ass cheeks. <laughs> Vegeta cursed under his breath as he attempted to kick, but his legs were pinned by the stronger body on top of him. A shaky groan escaping him as his body was toyed with. Vegeta wouldn't admit it, but sex with another Saiyan couldn't compare to sex with his wife. He couldn't even have sex with her anymore due to an accident. Her vagina broke off. That was the accident. That was well-timed music cue. For the record. Mm -hmm. Another great love story in Dragon Ball is uh, Chi-Chi and Goku, who meet each other very early in this series. Chi-Chi is a young girl about Goku's age. She is the daughter of, oh God, the Ox King, who's a big guy. Chi-Chi wears like a gladiator helmet. Actually, she's dressed exactly like a gladiator in pink. But she and Goku are just entwined uh, as child children. They get married at the end of Dragon Ball or at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. But again, a pretty normal relationship. She, she is Gohan's mother? Is that yes, right? that is correct. She's yes. the mother of yeah. Gohan, who will be coming back to real soon here. Wait. So She's the Go- mother <laughs> of the grandfather? Sometimes... Children name their children after their grandfathers. Okay. It's an obscure tradition. 412. <laughs> 412. Okay. Dave, how many uh, Chi-Chi Goku fuck stories are there? Uh, 382. Okay. Okay. Uh, the answer is 303. So Dave takes it by doing the, uh, the Price is Right bit here. That's right. Now, the story we're going to read is The One and Only by Angel Matsuri. And before I tell you what the story is all about, because it's it's a wild one, Dave, how many chapters? I mean, how do you tell a tale like that and like put it into chapters, right? And like mm-hmm. structure it like that? It's unstructurable. Uh, thirty-seven. Okay, thirty-seven. The answer is three. So, oh, whoops. 
pretty uh, short porno. I'm editing this because I realized I copied uh, eight paragraphs. <laughs> Probably not a time for me to be reading eight paragraphs. Now, the interesting thing about this story is that, <laughs> you know, it's uh, the Pina Colada song. Yes. Yeah, yeah this yeah. Fo- kind of follows that plot line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Goku. It's, and uh, I said, I never Goku. So Chi Chi and Goku are on the rocks, but then they meet each other for a date, and uh, things go very, very right. Because he likes pina coladas. That's right. Then she felt his strong hands pull her up by her thighs and sit her down on the kitchen table, and she wrapped her legs around his waist and brought him closer to her, gluing their naked bodies together. Eliciting another, gr- <laughs> another grunt from Goku. <laughs> who felt the wetness of her intimacy brushing against his groin. Oh, yeah. That's where we're getting classy. The scent of her taking over his potent nostrils was numbing. Dear Kami, that felt so good and she was so wet. Chi-Chi bent his bottom lip and scratched his back as she moaned softly, feeling him fill her, and Goku's mind went wild. It was almost as if he was under the effect of the full moon. When he reached the base, Goku held her by the buttocks and began to move slowly, roaring and gasping sensually. Their sweaty bodies collided with each other, uh, causing a loud slap. Uh, let's see. What? Um, yep. <laughs> continue, continue. The Fire Mountain Princess, on the other hand, as much as she knew she could take all the pressure that her Saiyan warrior could offer, was also enjoying that moment that for her could last forever. She was delirious with every pelvic movement he made causing a loud slap loud slap mm-hmm. loud slap that one was pretty pretty hot i might have to i gotta go yeah you find that you got the title i'll send you the link yeah. okay thanks now moving on here we're tied up <laughs> this one i thought was interesting when i found it uh there's a character named mr satan in dragon ball z and he's like a a big muscle guy with an afro and a big mustache but he kind of sucks and his name is mr satan mr satan is he like a a comic relief character like he's a he's a bully he, but he's a thinks yeah, he's stronger he's, but he's like really in a, in a uh, he's like a bulkin skull when you say yeah, yeah. satan you mean he's a vegan it's s-e-i-t-a-n satan satan <laughs> yes that's right <laughs> i meant satan Yes. Super Satan. How many restaurants do you think are called Super Satan? Not enough. Hmm. Freeze. So, uh, 47. Do I get it? Did I get it? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> the point of this is when I saw the name Satan next to Gohan, I thought, why are there so many stories about that comic relief character in Goku's son? But then I realized. Oh, it's his daughter, Vidal, who actually is married to Gohan or marries Gohan. So not as exciting, but still, Ms. Satan and Gohan get down a lot, according to the writers on Archive of Our Own. How many times would you guys say it happens? 800. 800, okay. Wow, wow. 675. Hmm. 110. So you guys were in the ballpark. Um, You said a lot. The other 110 number, is a lot. 110 people writing about fuck it. That is a lot. That's of, a, that's lot. a lot of writing. But the other yeah. one was over 900. Hey, that's like a power level joke, huh? Goes to 11. No, that's no. A uh, level five mutant. <sighs> so, Dave, the story that I'm going to read you here is called a uh, wet hot Z summer by the okay. user Merman Splash. <laughs> 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 My new favorite user. 
Can you click on the users and see other stories they've written? I think so. By the way, okay. I always feel the need to clarify when we play this game. This is not making fun of these people or what they're doing. I'm delighted. But the name Merman Splash is very funny. <laughs> Objectively, it's, it's good. It's a great name. So, Dave, how many chapters of Wet Hot Z Summer did Merman Splash give us? Oh, uh, a solid 10. It's a trick question because just one. This one doesn't oh, waste time. A single okay. chapter. So, right here we go. Videl mounted him and grinned against his body. Not grinded, grinned. Their mouths were connected and tongues intertwined as Gohan's strong hands ran across Videl's body into her plump ass. He moans as her hips pushed against his, making his squished between them. A loud slap. Videl's body felt hot from the hours in sun and the sexy guy beneath her. She sat up and began to slide down his shorts, making his hard pop out. Videl licked her lips as she grabbed hold of him and began to slowly stroke him. She slides body down, and soon her mouth was wrapped around his large head, sliding in and out of her as she got it. Fully wet, Gohan placed a hand on his face as he couldn't believe the pleasure he was feeling and did his best not to instantly. Videl's a lifeguard there, and Gohan is, I think, just a dude who's going to the beach. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's, it's so disturbing that when you said fully wet, you just gave Shale a little pat on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure he's paying attention. I was paying attention and I was uncomfortable and I didn't love it. And I riveted. really didn't love when you put your hand on my shoulders. You read that weird thing. All right. We got two more here. We can get through this. Our next relationship. Yet another heterosexual relationship. This one's a little different, though. This one is Krillin and Android 18. So Krillin, Shailen, is Goku's childhood friend. They're under the same martial arts master. Uh, so he's like his, his the Robin to Goku's Batman. Okay. Krillin is a bald guy, although he grows hair later. But he's got, like, markings on his forehead. Oh, okay. He used to be a monk. I've seen pictures of this. So, yeah. So that's Krillin. Krillin's big characteristic is he dies a lot, and then they bring him back with the Dragon Balls. Oh, okay. So he's strong, but not that strong. And there's a saga where there's a lot of androids, and eventually one of the androids, Android 18, turns good. Mm -hmm. And then Krillin marries her, and they have children somehow. But that's not important. The point is that they're madly in love. Two questions. Number one. Yeah. Is she hot? Uh, Android 18? Yeah. Oh, she's a 18 out of 10. More like Android, barely 18, you know what I mean? This is her. She got sort of like Ooh, a... Ooh, she got a five head. I was going to say like a Brie Larson haircut in this this image, but... Um, um, okay, and then my second question. Yeah. Biological function is approximately matched? I mean, we're going to have to assume yes. 400. Uh, and also this this story will help illuminate that for us. 400, okay, Dave? Oh man, uh, he's a he's a popular character, but he's not he's not like Gohan popular. I'm gonna say uh, two hundred and twenty three. The answer is eighty five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You assured um, me she was hot. The story here is um, you, her, and me hmm. by the author. Um, all lowercase Gutter Bunny X. Okay. For a bonus point, Dave, how many chapters in you, her, and me? The standard five. It's close. Four. Four. Ah. So close enough that I'm going to give you 0.2 points. It's bullshit. Can't give you a full point, but you can get 0.2. Now, to set the scene a little bit here, Krillin and Android 18 have had a conversation. They're really struggling with their sex life. 
And Android 18 has been kind of open about what she wants and she's gone to sleep and um, we're going to get some stuff from Krillin's point of view. Krillin didn't want a three-way because he wasn't into men. With 18 snoring next to him in bed, he watched some porn on his phone and he took time to regard the male porn star. He honestly wasn't into him at all. Porn star Joe (laughs) was just a stand-in for himself. He didn't admire his physique, tanner, slightly muscular, or his adequate. But it was what 18 wanted, and he wanted to please his wife. Would he be able to keep his hard if he shared his wife with someone? What if someone laughed at him? A thrill rushed through him. What the fuck? He turned his phone off. Okay. So what if 18 was another guy, and he couldn't keep up with them? What if the guy was taller and more muscular and hot? But Krillin wasn't into him because he's not into guys. So his was flaccid and the guy was like, ha ha, look at your sad little And 18 laughed as well. Like, yeah, typical Krillin. Did you know he only does missionary and maybe doggy style? And the guy was like, how pathetic. Krillin's curiosity was fully peaked. And so was his (laughs) Why was that hot? He supposed he was into the idea of his wife being satisfied by another person. But what was with the humiliation? What the hell was going on with his brain? He turned his phone on and searched for humiliation on the site he usually frequented. And yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. Really, really got into the psychology of, um, you know, those who like to be humiliated. It's, it was a fascinating trip. It goes, it goes down a path. Uh, oh, by the way, the, uh, the share partner there is Vegeta, so... Um, cause Android 18 didn't just want to fuck partner. She also wanted some fajitas. <laughs> sizzling. The, she, she wanted some hot sizzling sex. Yeah. The, the fourth yeah. chapter is just them going to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So Dave has an insurmountable lead. So we're just playing for funsies here. There's one round left and this one's a little bit different because this isn't a relationship. This is a character. There's a whole arc shailin in Dragon Ball Z around Majin Buu. And he's this big pink guy who sometimes he's a baby mm-hmm. and he's dressed like Aladdin and he turns people into candy and he eats them. Okay. So he kills everybody. He's a like the weirdest. He's like a super evil bad guy, but like turning them into candy is just like this really cartoonish. In this for, cartoon? For a cartoon character. Yeah. And Shailen, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of Majin Buu here as well. And you'll see that I've described it pretty well. So that's Majin Buu. Um, eventually, so pleasant. eventually they stop Majin Buu. I can't remember. There's a lot to it, but then he comes back multiple times. Uh, so this story is about super Buu, like the more muscular version the, this he's wearing like Ryu pants and he looks like he looks a sperm like cell. Deadpool. He looks like Deadpool and a sperm cell, but for Majin Buu, all his iterations, how many explicit stories do you think there are on archive of our own of all of his iterations? Yes. With all partners, all or- partners. A hundred. A hundred. Okay. It's a noble guess. <laughs> Let's see. There's probably 40 per version. So I'm going to guess 240. Okay. Also noble. Uh, the answer is 56. Ah. So Shailen, you get the point. Uh, like I said, sure it's, it's out of reach for you, but how many chapters in the following story by Alex Uzumaki say in milk? Two. <laughs> so close. 
So close. It's just just one. <laughs> Saiyan milk. Saiyan milk. Um, do I get point two points like Dave did for getting near the number? You do. So you you have still lost by a score of four point two to one point two. I can live with that. Okay, that's fine. Now, the game is over. But I mean, who wouldn't want to hear more about Saiyan milk? I mean, a fool. There we go. Strap in. Boah! The hell are you doing? Gohan shouted as soon as Boo broke the kiss. Without warning, more tentacles came out of nowhere and started feeling up his body. One began tickling his right ear. Ugh. A funny noise escaped his mouth. Then two more came up and began caressing his pink nipples, making the perky nubs hard. Ah, no, the Saiyan moaned. <laughs> his <laughs> was beginning to get hard. How cute getting this hard from a little stimulation. Teenagers these days are something. Gohan started blushing a deep crimson as another tentacle slithered across his taunt abs and began tickling his navel. Baboo, what are you trying to accomplish? The tortured Saiyan asked, trying not to make it obvious how good he felt. Although, his kind of gave him away. I told you, I wanted your strength, and the best way for me to take it is to extract from you in the form of semen, explained the pink monster. Semen? You can't be serious, Gohan shouted in disbelief. Of all the things Boo could have said, that was something he never could have expected. That was a lot. Seaman, you can't be serious. That's what I say when I go to the doctor. Oh, man. I'm, I'm just... Every time you tell one of these stories, these tales, <laughs> I'm just... Uh, it's wild that you write them all. I have a lot of free time these days. Yeah, yeah. So that's a round of wrong answer, Carol. Yeah. What's up, Shaylin? An excellent game. Okay, thank you. It's always a hit. So onto the mailbag. You come into possession of a magical cow. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm come into a possession of a magical cow. Uh-huh. I come into a magical cow. <laughs> okay. That could be. <laughs> that could dispense any four liquids from its udders. Here's the catch. You can only have these four liquids for the rest of your life. What do you choose? What four liquids? Do I want to limit myself to forever? Yeah. But you can have as much of them as you want. Are these consumable liquids or is this all liquids? Why why would you want another liquid that you can't have? You could gasoline. Yes. Like, do I need shampoo? Like, do I need to account for that? Or is this just for me to consume? You know what? I'm going to say consumable, but gasoline is in the equation. So if you want to go with that as well. Are these the only drinks or the only liquids you can have for the rest of your life? Yes. That's explicit that's in the literally question. literally what he said. I just want to know if you can have them in your possession or have them to consume. Have them in your possession. You can hold them, I guess. <laughs> can you cup it? Can you like hold it in like a, when your hands are cupped? You could like drink it direct from the udder like I don't Luke Skywalker. Waste, I don't Our wanna, lives to be over. Okay. I don't want to give up like drinking water and for propane. That's what I'm saying. You know? Propane's gas. It's, it can be condensed into a liquid. Yeah, but you could have the gas version. <laughs> yes, I can have the gas version, but does that count? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to, to like narrow this down. Water. Uh huh. Milk. Uh huh. Coffee. Milk. In my coffee. Wait, can my can it be milk? Can it be coffee with milk in it? That's allowable. Hmm. Do I want breakfast cereal with milk in it ever again, or do I want? beer more wait all right i have a better one water milk coffee booze 
Booze is not acceptable. Damn it. Gasoline acceptable. Booze not acceptable. Dave, you should you should uh, think about this while I ponder. Okay. Okay. Now I have a, I have a, I have a follow up question. It's really important. Sure. The udders they're most likely close together. Is this a scenario like at a like a, a Dunkin' Donuts where like you want a plain bagel, but they put the plain bagel next to the everything bagel, and the plain bagel kind of has a everything taste to it? Or are they does this does does one udder affect the other? Uh, uh, no, this is clean and crisp. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Because that's important to me. The the first is uh, champagne. Okay. The second is Alchemist's Heady Topper. Okay. The third is water. Somebody's got a problem. <laughs> the third is is uh, is water. Uh huh. And the the fourth, and I won't go to this a lot, but I will go to it sometimes. Is a nice orange soda. Okay. It's good to know it's there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. For me, the answers are uh, one, coffee, two, water, three, McDonald's, Coca-Cola. Ooh, good one. And four, the Terramana tequila. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag raise a glass. But can you squeeze a lime into it or is that considered another liquid? See, do you see the complicated rules? It's a real brain teaser. Now, Shailen, you had 36 minutes to consider the question. Mm -hmm. You run permutation alpha. What are we doing? All right, ready? Yeah. Water. For survival. Mocha right. frap made with chocolate syrup and coffee ice cream. Preferably from Peaceful Meadows, but I'll settle elsewhere. Wait, could you? I don't think you could combine, could you? It's a frap. It's a single One frap. liquid. One single drink. Is a frap a <laughs> Yes, it's frap a frap of liquid? It is. Okay. Can you turn a fish? Okay. <laughs> Champagne. It's a frap. Okay. That's three. That's three. Mm. I just need milk for my cereal. Milk. Milk. Just have milk. So you, milk is fine. You gave up coffee. For a, mo- a mocha frat. For, for, for two dairy products. I like dairy. <laughs> I won't apologize. It's cheese. Ew, that's not dairy. That's oil. There's water in there. It's melted. <laughs> it is melted, but it's oil. It's hot in that udder. That it is. All right. Well, we've got our answers. Well thought out. Well reasoned. <laughs> Mm-hmm. listeners we want to hear from you what would you drink for the rest of your life hashtag for others for others hashtag wrong answer carol indeed mm-hmm. uh, utterly serious i love it yeah it's on to the breakout hit segment here uh, this is a moment of pen i've been thinking a lot lately about what a liquid is and a consumable liquid versus a possessionable liquid. And it's like, would I drink propane? Maybe. Divorce reason. Mocking. Just thinking. You would have got divorced a long time ago, I think. That <laughs> That's what that segment's all about. It's, it's, just, it's just deep thought, you know? Been doing this for four years now. Plenty of, plenty of reasons for divorce in this podcast. Married for over a decade. I think that we're, we're past that bridge. <laughs> we're doing all right, huh? What about Gohan's uh, thick head? Ew. It's pretty weird, huh? Ew. Do you think that was aching as well? Yes. Yeah. But isn't it weird? I would say throbbing. That Mr. Freeze, like he was trying to help his wife, and then he got a gang? It, it is stranger that he, 
he was played by Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Agreed. That's right. This new reality. It's just strange. Just strange is all. He just kept asking Batman. Are the bats still crying? <laughs> Do you hear the wings flapping, Bruce? <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> the sticky fumblings in your the back of your Batmobile. We've been building up for a month, and then like uh, Bulmer in the branch, you know, we just let loose. Hell yeah. That's right. And we hung loose. Yeah. Just pissing all over the place. Now we're going to talk about every Dragon Ball series. Just selection of each. Okay. We're a Dragon Ball show now. Uh, Dragon Ball and around. You know what I mean? Shall? Sure. Okay. I'm down. Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, any last thoughts, Shailen? I want to watch more of this cartoon. Okay. But I can't decide if I want to watch your version or my version because the dinosaur has a better voice Dinosaur's than your dead. version. But I would imagine that the voice actor comes back to play other dinosaurs. Dave? I, I mean, that's probably the best final thought we can go out on, right? Hoping that other dinosaurs come back and are voiced by the same actor. That's Consistency. That's all we want. Who are we if we can't hope, right, Ben? That's right. <laughs> and hope is what the show's all about. That's right. I also know that you can follow us, WatchBotsPod on Twitter, WatchBotsPod on Instagram, WatchBotsPod on Facebook, uh, which we do monitor. Um, <laughs> please rate and review five stars on all of your favorite platforms for Dave and for Shailen. This is the other Mr. Freeze. This is Ben <laughs> taking us out of here. And <laughs> this is Ben, your podcast host. <laughs> How else could we do it? But with me letting a YouTube ad run out and then playing a little video for the listeners. Yes. Tonight's forecast a freeze is coming. Allow me to break the ice. You are not sending me to the cooler. Freeze well. What killed the dinosaurs? The ice. Stay cool, bird boy. Let's kick some ice. Show some mercy. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. All right, everyone. Chill. It's a cold town. Cool party. (laughs) Can you be cold, Batman? Chill. To perfection. Revenge is a dish best of cold. (laughs) Winter. Freeze. 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 Ice. Freeze. Ice. Winter fire. Frozen. Ice. Freeze. Winter ice. Ice. Freeze. Winter. Winter. Freeze. Cold. Frosty. Can you hear them, Clarice?